Yoga is about establishing character in people's hearts. Real character is the willingness to make personal sacrifices for a higher ideal. Willingness to embrace those ideals that we hold sacred, even in the face of temptation or fear. Yoga is meant to bring about from within our own hearts genuine compassion for the well-being of other living beings. This is the greatest need in human society. There's a law of economics, an environmental law of economics, that what we take, we must return. And what we return is what is going to come back to us. So we are taking so much good from Mother Earth, and we are returning with toxic waste. And therefore, eventually, what is returned is toxic poison to us. We must take responsibility. This education in values is so important. Mahatma Gandhi, he once said, that the earth can provide all the needs for everyone, but the earth cannot provide enough even for a few people's greed. And one great thinker once wrote, you can never get enough of what you do not really want. What is it that we really want? This is the basic principle of yoga. Anandamayobhyashat, the Brahma Sutra says, everyone is by nature looking for pleasure. The Bhagavad Gita tells why. We have this body. The body is like a vehicle in which we are perceiving the world. We're seeing through our eyes, hearing through our ears, tasting through our tongue, feeling through our flesh, smelling through our nose, thinking through our brain, loving through our heart. But who am I? The body's changing. At one time, we were little seeds in the womb of our mother. And then a little head formed, and, and fingers started forming, and feet and toes started forming, and then lungs, and heart, and kidneys, and gallbladder, everything starts forming. And it wasn't that our parents had a master engineering plan of what stages each thing is going to develop. They didn't know what was going on. And we didn't know what was going on. It was happening, incredibly, miraculously. And then we're little babies, and we grow through childhood, through youth. So the body changes a lot. And some people may think, well, I'm not the body, but I'm the mind. But how many times does the mind change, sometimes even within one minute? You can be happy, and then one little mosquito bites you, and it could ruin everything. Yes, or somebody could just say one word to you, and we're so disturbed. Body's always changing. Mind is always changing. But we are that witness that is perceiving life through the body and through the mind. What is it that gives satisfaction to the real me? There's a simple analogy of a lady who had a bird 
and spent tremendous amount of energy decorating the cage. And when a neighbor came by, she said, look at this beautiful birdcage. And it was the most beautiful birdcage that the neighbor had ever seen. But she was horrified because the bird inside was dead due to starvation. The purpose of the cage is for the bird. <laughs> now this may sound like a very simplistic story, but it's the story of life throughout this world, throughout history. We are putting so much energy into the conditions of the body and mind, which is necessary and important. But yoga means to harmonize the body, the mind, and the living force, the soul, which is seeking pleasure. And what is that pleasure of the soul? We can understand that in our common life. The only pleasure that really touches the heart is the pleasure of loving and being loved. It's our most fundamental need. You can have so much, but if you don't have someone to love, and you don't feel loved, it's all superficial. It's all like a decorated cage, but no substance for us. The Gita explains why this is common to every living being. Because the Atma, or the life force, is Satchidananda. It is eternal, full of knowledge and full of bliss. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.